0: I truly hope you're doing well today. You know, there are times in the midst of our normal everyday and often very, very busy schedules that we could use reminders, reminders of what God has said is true of us, reminder of what God is doing within us. Now, probably one of the reasons I'm bringing this up is I need these reminders when life brings in a bunch of complexities, it's easy for my mind to go spinning into uh, places that I don't need to go. And God wants to bring me back to center and remind me again of things that are fundamentally true, that became mine because of the work of God in my life, that are also yours because of the work of God in your life. And so if you don't mind, I'm, I'm going to make this very personal about you. And I want to tell you some things that are true of you. And what I'm going to share comes out of just the first two verses of 1 Peter. There are specific truths that Peter begins his epistle with that I think he wants all of his readers to know, to understand, and to hold fast to, no matter what's going on in the midst of their lives. And so I want to walk these out with you. And I pray that the ministry of the Holy Spirit of God will take these days because you're important to God. These things are true of you today. No matter what you're facing, they're true of the people that you love, who are in Christ. And all of this has happened because of the sacrifice our Lord has made in order for them to be true. So the first thing that Peter says is that you have been chosen. I don't know what your experiences in life have been of being chosen, possibly on a playground, maybe for a part in a play, in a band, and on some athletic team. But there was this moment when someone said, you're the one. I want you. This is so reminiscent of Jesus and the disciples. As he was pulling together these 12 individuals that would walk with him and to spread this amazing message of the good news of the kingdom, he walked up to some of them and said, I choose you, follow me. Peter, follow me. Matthew, follow me. And at some point, he did the exact same thing with you. So often we turn the Christian life into These things that we are necessary to do. Did we choose Christ? Did we invite him into our heart? And it isn't that that isn't true or important, but what is more important is the recognition that he chose us. Now think about that. The Lord of the universe said to you, whoever you are, wherever you are right now, I Want you. I happen to know through my son that there are individuals that listen from numerous countries around the world. So, right now, there may be somebody in Thailand, in Australia, in Peru, in Great Britain, in France, wherever it is, and God wants you to hear the words I'm the one that chose you. That's how important you are to me. I Wanted you. And then Peter goes on and says that this choice took place before you even were spoken into existence. God chose you when he thought of you before the foundations of the world. Just think about that. He didn't say, you know, someday there may be this particular person and I'm going to watch and see how it turns out because I may or may not want to choose them down the road. No, what Peter is saying is that God made that choice. He made that choice when he thought about you, before he even spoke the word of your name into existence. I hope this is giving you this sense of God's pursuit of you, how important you are to him, that you have value in a world where it seems like, my goodness, the disrespect is increasing. The inability to exercise restraint is increasing. The vitriol is increasing. We need to be reminded of this word, that God wants you. He chose you. And he made that choice a long, 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 long time ago. Knowing that you are important to him. If you go further down into this scripture, it says this interesting phrase about the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit. That sounds so theological, which it is. But it it means this, it means that God's precious Holy Spirit, the third member of the Trinity, is always at work inside of you to align the wonder of you with the purposes of God. Yes, there are so many other voices and so many other challenges that seek to take us off center off base. And you know what the Bible says is that God, through Jesus, has placed his Holy Spirit inside of us to do what? Well, sanctification simply means to help us live out of who we've really been made in Christ. Do You know, there are so many of us that we we just feel this certain internal dis-ease as though This isn't the life I was made for. This isn't the rhythm that best fits me. It almost feels out of sync. And yet, if we can learn to turn into the ministry of the Holy Spirit, he's inside of us saying, let me help you with this Christian life. It's not all up to you. As a matter of fact, I'm here to give you strength, to give you guidance, to give you direction, to help you. That's what this notion is, this sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit. And he goes on in in just these two verses to say, so that you can be obedient to Christ. Boy, I hope you don't turn the notion of being obedient to Christ as though God has a ruler in his hand. And he's quick to smack your hands if you don't follow his rules. That's not what it means. The whole idea of being obedient to Jesus means, let's walk out life the way Jesus walked out life. Let's ask the Spirit, this sanctifying work of the Spirit, to help us to be kind and generous to look for an opportunity today to be loving, to show grace and mercy, to live our lives as a reflection of Jesus' life. I've mentioned before the book by Henry Nouwen, The Living Reminder, in which he says, our life should be a living reminder of Jesus himself. And so, Peter is right from the bat, right off the bat, trying to show us something that's very, very true of us. And let me remind you so far, oh, how I pray that today you would know. You've been chosen by God, you. Just like the disciples were chosen, you've been chosen to be one of his followers. And that choice came long before you even were called into existence. And that God's Holy Spirit, whether you feel him or not, or when you feel him or you don't feel him, is always at work inside of you to help you live out this life he's called you to. Not out of some rank obedience, but out of joy. God wants us to walk out this life if you will, the way Jesus walked out life, because it's good for us and it's good for the world. And he provides his Holy Spirit there in order that can happen. And then the last thing that he says in verse two, in chapter one of his first epistles, is Peter talks about being sprinkled with the blood of Christ. Now this this harkens back to the book of Hebrews, particularly if you would read Hebrews chapter nine, because it talks about the fact that these sacrifices would need to be made every year in order that people can receive forgiveness of sins. But now we've been sprinkled, if you will, with the sacrifice of Christ. His wounded heart has provided us with a cleansing that we could have gotten no other way, And that's what scripture talks about when it says in Hebrews 14, how much more then will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our conscience from acts that lead to death so that we get to serve the living God. One of the things that's being said in Hebrews chapter 9 is that The sacrifice of Christ was costly and precious, greater than all the silver and gold the the world would ever be able to accumulate. And yet that sacrifice was made for you so that you could once and for all be forgiven. Once and for all be cleansed. I recognize that we live very practical day-to-day lives in which we need to talk about and think about family issues, finances, employment, evening meals, our plans. Very practical, very important matters. But from time to time, I think it's important that we back up just a little bit, just like Peter's wanting us to do here, and remember something substantive something deep, something important about us. So let me say it to you. You, my friend, like the disciples of old have been chosen as a follower of Christ, chosen before the foundations of the world. The work of the Holy Spirit is taking place inside of you to help you walk out the Christian life, to be obedient to the way of Jesus, a person of love and generosity and kindness and care. And that all of this happened through the sacrifice of the cross. You were that important that he would make that great a sacrifice for you. Isn't it important that you spend a moment or two thinking about this great truth that in fact is about you.